It's my first podcast, so thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, we're just talking about an apartment that I'm getting. Oh, okay. Wait, sorry, what are you getting? An apartment. Oh, okay. For next school semester. That's they upped good. my rent by like a hundred dollars. And that's not good. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's an apartment that doesn't need a meal plan. So happy about that. There we go. How has your day been going? Pretty good so far. Slept until eleven o'clock, so it's been a lazy day. Me too. That's how late I slept in. I pulled an all nighter the night before. <laughs> Watching movies? No, I was studying, and then I had to register oh. for classes. It was kind of weird. It was kind of like I never fully like ended the day, and it just kept going forever. It felt. Oh, whenever I stay up most of the nights, usually watching movies. Ugh. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was in the library till like two a.m., and then oh, I went back to my apartment, and then studied, and then. Dang. The sun came up and I was like, wow. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Yeah, I, I um, was up until like 2 a.m. Uh, working on my essays. Because I have like three essays due today. And um, and I had to work at 8 a.m. So <laughs> that was very fun. <sighs> Where do you work at? Um, I work at this like build your own wraps and salads place okay. on campus. And then I also um, am the barista there. Nice. But, um, I, it was the first job that I had gotten. So I didn't uh, know that I needed to like, not make myself as available on my schedule as I did. And so they put me as working for every day of the week. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, welcome back to the Out on a Tangent podcast. As always, I am joined with my co-host Amber and Alex. But today we have a special guest, um, Noah. And he'll be here talking about solutions with us. Because last episode, if you remember, we talked about the negative effects of smartphones and how there's a lot of high dependency on them and issues and like a whole catch-22 with social media about um, feeling the need to um, have it because if you don't, then you're missing out. And... um, so let's get right into it. So last episode, we like discussed um, how maybe like a therapist could help with the negative effects, but um, we weren't quite certain on like how that would work. So you did your paper on like um, the solutions for the negative effects of social media, right? Yep, I did. You want and, me to? Um, yeah, you, what can you go say? Ahead and... Yeah, yeah. I did a academic paper on 
uh, the title of the paper is Methods of Mindfulness that Reduce the Psychological Detriments of Social Media Usage. And I talked about, um, I talked, I kind of divided my paper into two parts. One is like a mindful approach to social media, like um, changing how you approach social media. And the second is like practical things you can do to, you know, reduce the negative psychological effects of social media. Um, so in my paper, I basically, I just talk about, uh, here, actually, I have it pulled up. Um, so some negative effects of, so of social media, I think uh, we know is like addiction. Um, it could be a lower self-esteem. And um, one method I have is just like a sort of a, an introspection, just asking yourself, why exactly am I addicted to social media? Why exactly do I feel this way about myself when I use social media? And asking these questions about yourself can um, reveal some, perhaps some deeper things about yourself that you could address that will help yourself um, in your relationship with social media. Um, so introspection is just one general thing with my paper. But I also have some other things, like, for example, exercising, meditation, that can really help you with your relationship with social media. Um, it can help you be more mindful and just more present in the moment because one of the negative effects of social media is it makes you be really passive, you know? Um, actually, one interesting thing I found in my research I found was apparently by switching a glucose solution around your mouth, like, you know, there's some foods and liquids with glucose, it can, quote-unquote, abolish the effects of self-control depletion, which can help increase your social your self-control over social media. I didn't do that much research on that, but I don't know. I just found it interesting. So that is really yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah, I would never have thought about that. But mm -hmm. when you're talking about how, um, you know, asking yourself, "Why am I using this? Like, why am I posting that?" That's something that I have like, because I took a break from social media for a solid year to focus on. Um, my mental well-being and stuff because before that I was super addicted to it and um, I was always on like Snapchat and Instagram but um, after I took that break and I came back my brain started like um, I started just asking myself those questions like do I really need to post this why am I posting it is it for validation or is it because it's something that I just find fun and I want to share with other people? And, um, or like, why am I going on this app? Is it because I, I um, am trying to avoid something else in my real life? Or is it to um, chat with somebody? And I've found like asking myself those questions are is a lot helpful um with uh stopping me from being addicted to that because i barely go on it now i don't know what do you think about this amber and alex um well you know i actually never really like thought of that i mean with social media it's like i would say before now that i'm like thinking I definitely did like post or just like 
you know, to keep up with, like, trendy stuff, like, I don't know, photos. And then now I'm just like, well, I don't really, I don't really need, I don't know. I feel like there's, like, this part of, no, I, I, I think I know what you mean, Alex. Um, I think a lot of times, like what we brought up in the last episode, that like need to like seek validation or like the fear of missing out. Um, I think that on its own pressures you into wanting to be a part of social media. And something that I think we all noticed was that once like we were off of social media, we like noticed like, well, we don't really need it. But again, that fear of missing out, like, makes us want to do it. Like, it brings up this whole new, like, part of, like, anxiety of not being on social media. So it kind of creates an addiction in that way, I think, um, just by, you know, like, creating, like, more issues by not being on it. What were your other findings? in your paper for like the second part for my second oh you mean like the practical like things we can do to help increase our attentiveness or uh, mindfulness yes. okay yeah um let me see i know exercise was one especially exercising in nature in my paper i didn't really go in detail about like why exactly, like, what goes on in your neuropsychology that helps you with your mindfulness that these things do. I just put a list and cited sources. But I did. it was exercise, um, meditation, you know, like Buddhist meditation, you know, where you sit down, um, you know, concentrate on one thing. But also um, one other thing was unitasking. So, like, focusing on one specific thing when you're doing a certain task, Um just unit, uh, unitasking more often in your life. Like, for example, when you're cleaning your car or going on a run, just focusing wholly on that one thing can actually help increase, like, your mindfulness, your attentiveness, which helps you in your relationship to social media. Um, uh, I forgot what else I was going to say, but, but, yeah, it's interesting. And... Uh, when it comes to unitasking, it shouldn't be things that like are require a lot of attention, like working on a paper that requires a lot of attention. But um, but yeah, just simple things like if you're running or cleaning your car, just wholly like making yourself present in that one moment. It helps you. It can be painful at first, but it does help you over time. I think I, uh, in my paper, I said this mainly in relation to addiction with social media. Yeah, because um, most of the research that I found on solutions are mainly just focused on social media, which is a good thing because we do need solutions for that. But um, I haven't uh, found anything that mentions smartphones. Because social media is part of the problem, I think. But um, the thing that allows us to go on social media is also a part of that equation. And mm-hmm. from what I've found, I mean, I haven't done, like, an extensive, like, deep search of the web to find any, like, research on that. But I did do some, like, light searching. And 
I didn't find anything that mentioned smartphones really. But it is uh, really interesting that unitasking would help. But it makes sense because when you're using social media, you're doing a lot of stuff at the same time on there. A lot of multitasking and that can get overwhelming to a point um, Mm -hmm. mentally. But um, yeah, that that is some great advice to use on that. I think uh, another thing that could be seen as uh, unitasking um, would be like making breakfast maybe. Like um, in the morning, I would usually make like scrambled eggs and just focusing on scrambling the eggs. It it really does just like um, center me in that moment. Or when I'm at work and I get stuck on uh, bull washing duty. <laughs> yeah, that's a good example. <laughs> yeah. Um, one time I spent five hours just washing bulls at work. It, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that does sound a bit painful. Yeah, you have to like um, have a lot of uh, self-respect and will to get out of there. Because sometimes I'll be telling myself, okay, after this set of bulls, I'm done. I'm going to go back out there and take orders. But then more bulls. There's always more bulls and tongs that come in. (laughs) um, (laughs) Before I would just stay back there and I got stuck for a five-hour shift just washing that. But afterwards, I felt like really relaxed for the most part. My hands were sore. But um, it really is calming and people don't like washing dishes and stuff usually especially the bulls because ranch is the most um it's like the most painful dressing to get off of bulls because that stuff sticks on there like glue (laughs) um it is very calming Uh, what are some other examples that we could think of of unitasking? Uh, yeah, making like meals is a, are really good examples. Um, yeah, like yeah, doing something at work, like you said. Um, probably not working on like a paper or something because that just stresses you out. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure there are plenty of examples. I just can't think of any right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about singing? I don't know. Singing. Mm-hmm. Singing, I think, could be a form of meditation, actually. Um, in my research, I read that, like, you know, doing cert- uh, a lot of people who meditate do certain chants, so, like, certain hums during that. But, like, going on a stage and, like, actually, like, singing, um, I don't think that'd be a... F- that, I think that takes a lot of, co- like, concentration that you wouldn't spend on, uh, like, focusing your mind, if that makes sense. But, um, 
yeah, as part of meditation, I think it could be one. Or if you're in your house and you just want to, like, you know, sit down and just sing randomly, I think that that's also, I think, probably like a half meditation, half unitasking sort of thing. I'm, I'm not sure, but it's an interesting question. Or maybe doing like a small cleaning task, like dusting, if you're only just focused on like dusting or mopping or sweeping, maybe. Um, that might be yeah. a little too. Cleaning in general probably is one. I know when I went to, um, I went to Europe for two weeks a few years ago and my mom was stressed while I went to Europe. So um, she cleaned like the whole house to, in order to like, you know focus her mind on that and not on focusing on me being in Europe. So I think cleaning is a legitimate form of, you know, unitasking. Um, Alex, you brought up the singing thing, right? Yes. Now I'm thinking about, cause I like dabbling in fiction writing. Um, I'm wondering to what extent writing could be a form of meditation or unitasking. Maybe something like, 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 uh, like writing like freely where it's like, Oh, maybe I want to like write like a, a story that's in my mind. Maybe that could be like, I think something for fun would be like, like unit unitasking. But if you're doing it for like school, like when it's like stressful, like an essay or something. Yeah. That'd be more yeah. Like, because then you have like multiple tabs open with like different articles that you're citing, and it's like trying to keep track of everything that you want to talk about. I know for when I write my research papers, I'm usually like all over the place. It's like a little bit written in this paragraph, a little bit over here, maybe some in the conclusion. Me too. Yeah, it looks like a mess and then somehow it all comes together at the end. Which is the most important part. But, um, yeah, I think free writing. Um, I know I've been told in like some of my classes that free writing really helps you focus on um, being in the present. If you're just writing about what you feel like writing at the time, there's no pressure. Yeah, that's the best feeling. <laughs> yeah, no, no time limit. No um, staying up until eleven p.m. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get turned in in your research did you find anything talking about uh smartphones or was it all just social media oh that's interesting because at first i wanted to do my academic paper on technology in general so that could be computers phones uh you know game consoles but uh i think that that was too broad of a topic for me so i just focused down on social media so when it comes to smartphones i actually don't yeah. I have a theory that since smartphones and social media are interrelated a little bit, um, they have like the same negative effects for the most part, um, that maybe using the um, strategies that you talked about in your paper on um, how to increase mindfulness and um, all of that, that maybe it would work with smartphones as well in general. Because uh, I kind of wanted to do social media too, like focus really into that. 
but um, a lot of other people in my class were doing that. And um, I kind of wanted to focus a little bit more broad, but still like specific in a way. Um, and so I just chose smartphones. But um, there hasn't been any research studies that I've seen on it, but maybe if there's a chance to do a research study on seeing whether those strategies will work for phones in general as well mm. could be far out to go down. Yeah, that's a really good point. A lot of people, they just do phones for social media. So they like, they sort of equate it. So whatever applies to social media also applies to smartphones for a lot of people. Wouldn't like the like the smartphone like problems be like like well social media included but it could be like games on your phone? Yeah. Smartphone is kinda like the umbrella. So like there's a wide umbrella of technology, I think. And then there's like this medium umbrella that's got smartphones written on it. And then underneath that you can have like games and uh, social media and the I don't know what other kind of apps are out there. <laughs> hmm. um, let's see. There's entertainment. Like the camera. <laughs> camera. <laughs> That's a distraction. Yeah. Stop taking <laughs> selfies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think when the selfie was like first invented, quote unquote. Um, there were people that had like addictions to selfies and they were going to like therapists and stuff to try and stop it was an issue there were like car wrecks happening because people were taking selfies do you guys remember selfie six yes oh my god (laughs) (laughs) the good old days (laughs) Yeah, people climbing on top of like buildings and stuff with their selfies. Yeah. Or they'd be walking around school with them too sometimes. Mm-hmm. And now you can you can still get them in stores, but they're not like as big of a thing anymore, I don't think. Unless you're vlogging. What's the new, like, smartphone technology that's out now? It's a big thing. I mean, the only thing thing I can think of is TikTok. But, like, I can't really think of anything new, like, specific to, like, the phone that is addicting. I think just the act of having so much at your fingertips, like, makes you want to multitask more. Because it's so easy to yeah. switch between apps. Like, oh, I'm going to go on Instagram. Oh, now I'm going to switch over and just Google something. Yeah. Now I'm going to go and watch YouTube. Oh, now I'm going to watch Netflix. And it's like, oh, but now someone texts me, so I have to go back. So yeah. I think it made us so accustomed to multitask that back to what we were talking about, what Noah said about unitasking. Because mm-hmm. if we're if we're training ourselves to only focus on one thing, when we're on our phones and on social media, we can only focus on one thing at a time. 
it'll probably make us less likely wanting to switch between all those things because I think that's how we kill our time on our phones, yeah. on smartphones, on social yeah. media is constantly switching between them. Um, it, you know, I mean, yeah. I think that was a very interesting point because when he brought that up, I was like, unitasking. Like, I don't understand how that really correlates to smartphones until I realized that you're constantly multitasking on the smartphone. Yeah, actually yeah. what Amber's talking about, that's exactly what I do on my PC, my computer. So I could probably apply something, the things I've written in my paper and apply it to my approach to my computer, which is interesting. Yeah, because um, especially with Netflix and Amazon Prime now, like letting you have the little video screen while in another app, that right there um, has allowed me to multitask on so many other levels because now I can be like working on an assignment while watching a show on the same screen. And um, like, for instance, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy right now. And um, I started season one, what was it, three weeks ago, maybe. But because of um, the little minimization screen that I can have while working on other projects, I have gotten to season nine. Like, I'm mid-season nine right now. (laughs) Because it makes it so easy to multitask. And it's a bit of an issue. Especially, like... Because then um, I have to decide whether I want to pay more attention to the assignment that I'm working on or the show that I'm watching. Um... Definitely after hearing that, I can see how I can, like, apply it more to um, what I'm doing in my life. And uh, I think that's one thing that I really like about these kind of research papers and stuff is that you learn something about yourself in them. And uh, you can see, like, ways that you can improve your life and help others improve theirs. That concludes this episode about On a Tangent. Uh, thank you so much for all of your expertise on this, Noah. And um, we'll see you on the next episode of On a Tangent. up a kitchen if I was inventive enough. Yes. Right yeah, now. Yeah, get like a mini our fridge t- and like one of those little burners. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Our kitchen is equated to a mini fridge with a microwave stacked on top of that and then a coffee maker on- stacked on top of the microwave. <laughs> Alex, I'm surprised your washer hasn't gone off yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not. I'm actually home alone, and no one like. Well, home alone. <laughs> yes. That's a funny reference. <laughs> English class. We don't have a final, so we're just bringing like hot chocolate and cookies and stuff on the last day of class. It feels like an elementary school class. Oh, that's so nice. I-
uh, you know how people like talk by themselves to the screen on like shows, like the, and but it's not really a podcast. Yeah, it's more of just sitting in awkward silence, having a conversation with yourself. Or if you think about it this way, it could be like uh, the the YouTubers. They're like, "So guys, I have this new video for you," or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, what's up today? I have a new podcast for you guys today. <laughs> what's up? How's it going? My name is... <laughs> it's going to be all about the negative effects of smartphones. Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to hit that subscribe bell notification button. <laughs> I need that A+. Plus. And yeah, leave a comment down just... below what you think about this topic. <laughs> Do you experience these negative effects also? Comment down below. <laughs>